Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Mostly Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Now, I was watching uh, this movie I'm going to talk about recently, and I was thinking about the perspective and how they wanted me to feel once the story was over. And I understand how they wanted me to feel about it, but now that I'm older and I've you know lived some life, I've had a completely different takeaway from this movie. So I'm going to start a new series where I'm just going to discuss uh, my ultimate takeaway from popular movies and provide an alternate perspective of uh, what I thought. Now, today I'm starting with a movie called Boomerang, which came out in 1992, starring Eddie Murphy, who was hotter than fish grease at that time. And it had an all-star cast, you know, Halle Berry, who was just really starting to bubble up at that point. Robin Givens, who was already pretty big. David Allen Greer, Martin Lawrence, the late, great John Witherspoon. I mean, it just had an all-star cast of talent. I think there was a young Chris Rock in that as well. Uh, but... Anyway, it was a huge success with a budget around $42 million. It did do 131 worldwide, and, and rightfully so. It was a good movie. I mean, it was a little bit more serious than I expected, more drama than laughs, but I enjoyed it. Now, the critics only gave this a 48% on 42 reviews, with the audience at a 59% on over 25,000 reviews. Uh, but like I said, I don't think they appreciated the more serious tone and was expecting more laughs. Now, I probably would put this one somewhere around 73, 75% if I were to score this one, but that's not why we're here. You know, but first, before I get to my point, let me tell you, uh, the breakdown of what this, uh, what's going on here. And this is full of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil it for you, but it wouldn't, you know, mess up your, uh, enjoyment of the movie. But anyway, Marcus. Eddie's character, he's this hot shot advertising executive. He's super cocky and confident. And I mean, he's the ultimate ladies man. And they do show him in his womanizing ways. I mean, he picks up women. He's very superficial. Uh, like he dumped a woman who had some uh, kind of messed up feet, but she was pretty everywhere else. Um, he's working on this merger and he's thinking uh, about getting promoted. However, Jacqueline, Robin's character, is coming in as his new boss. I mean, now she's, you know, super fine. So, of course, he's going to try to get with her. So he makes all his normal moves, but she ignores him. In fact, all his normal tricks have no effect on her, and she makes it clear she is just like him. She's a player of sorts and very casual. So after she rejects all of his advances, she finally lets him, you know, lets him hit, right? But it's on her terms. She is in complete control of the situation. And everything's all good until he starts to fall in love with her. Even though she's made it completely clear she has no interest in a serious situation and she just wants the physical part. He pursues her and he gets in his feelings to the point where he allows it to interfere with his work. Now, at this point, Jacqueline sees he's not capable of handling a casual situation. Not, you know, he can't just have a fling with her. So she cuts him off. Now, she's even nice enough to give him a couple of weeks to get his head together so she doesn't have to fire him. Now, during this time, another woman named Angela, Halle Berry's character, who he also works with, tries to bring him out of his malaise and get him back to being himself. Now, she's spending all this time with him and he starts to kind of fall in love with her now. So now he's in a serious relationship with Angela and they move in together and he has 
and I'll quote Eddie here, his Mac Daddy vibe back. And he returns to work, and now Jacqueline sees the man that she was attracted to. And, of course, Marcus sleeps with her again. Angela confronts him, and he tries to make an excuse about his behavior, saying he was confused about his feelings and this and that. So she dumps him, and she leaves for another company. Now he's back in the mix with Jacqueline. He realizes he really does love Angela after all, and blah, blah, blah. You know how it's going to end. Uh, but before I get to the lesson here, let me let me say this. Marcus, who they try to prop up as being this, you know, super smooth, cool guy, he really isn't all that impressive to me. If you got to lie to the women to get them, you're not really that Mac Daddy you proclaim to be. Having multiple women and lying to them is not impressive. You know what's impressive? If you have multiple women, they all know about each other and they're all cool with it. Now that's that Mac Daddy stuff we're talking about. But anyway, let me get to the lesson. Marcus treated women poorly. It took him getting a taste of his own medicine to understand and find his value and find a true love in Angela. But that's not what I got from it at all. Marcus didn't get a taste of his own medicine. And Jacqueline was not the bad guy they made her out to be. You see, Marcus was the one that was lying to women, using them and throwing them away when he saw fit. Jacqueline was open and honest with him, told him up front she just wanted something casual and, you know, on her terms, he went into it knowing what he was getting. Unlike the women he dated, he caught feelings and couldn't handle it. And he committed a fireable offense. So what did Jacqueline do? She let him down easy and was cool enough to give him time to collect himself with a couple of weeks of paid time off so he wouldn't get get fired. Then he does Angela dirty, cheats on her, just to get played all over again by Jacqueline. And Angela does take him back, which is not a spoiler. You know how rom-com formula works. Did he really learn anything is the question. The lesson he should have learned is not to cheat and appreciate what you have. And he would have learned that by losing Angela altogether. That would have been the better ending for the movie if they wanted to really teach us something. But I get it. Eddie Murphy's a star, and they wanted the happy ending, and so that's how they took it. But again, what I took away from the movie was Eddie was a jerk, he didn't learn anything, and he was lucky that Angela took him back. And no, he didn't get a taste of his own medicine. Uh, Robin Gibbons' character was not the bad guy. She was clear and upfront, and I don't know why they portrayed her as a bad guy, because Eddie was a star, I get that, but she didn't do anything wrong. She was clearing up front with him. But anyway, I still enjoyed the movie. I just had a much different perspective than what they wanted me to take away from that. Now, what do you guys think? Am I way off here? Do you agree? Or did you kind of go with the way that they wanted you to look at the movie? But like I said, I'm just giving you a different perspective. With that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. If this is your first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Pod Bean production, mostly low-budget movie reviews with Clarence. Thank you for the support. I appreciate it. I will be back again real soon. There's a bunch of movies in January that are coming out that I definitely need to get on. Uh, but, yeah, with that, I appreciate it, and I will see you guys next time. Peace.